With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you were going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper with you. Roman Avila as well. Tony Wink. PJ Duran with the week off. Ed Camp on vacation in a beautiful New York City. Our contributors on the program include Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson. Jack and Leanne DeLeon are our producers. Our guest list is a who's who. Chris Fillmore, Kenny Coolbeth, Jared Meese, Ben Kelly, Kyle Cunningham, and Cam Bobier. And uh, I've got to stop uh, the normal introduction here. Uh, it was last Saturday. Um, I, was, uh, I was in... What Clinton and I were doing a fight Sunday morning at six. I get a phone call saying that my friend Larry Cotler had died. I said, "Now what?" Because I wasn't in Des Moines. He was, and the rain came and visited Des Moines to the tune of five inches and up north and Maxwell and areas like that got ten inches or more. Devastating torrential downpours uh, caused flash flooding. My friend Larry Cotler and his beautiful wife Deb were caught in a flash flood. They were told to get out of their van. The van was filling with water. And uh, they desperately needed to find higher ground. So they got out as instructed. Deb made it to a tree. Larry did not. Larry went under the water, not to be seen again for four hours. Uh, our friend Keith Murphy at News, uh, excuse me, uh, Channel 13 Sports uh, Sound Off Sunday night um, gave a, a wonderful observation of the man and his career, the man and his life, the man and his family. Let's take a listen to Keith Murphy from Sunday Sound Off. Larry Kotler greeted everyone with a big smile and a warm hello. He was happy, happy at work, happy in life. And it's clear, Cotman got it right. The tributes keep coming. Kotler was voice of the Bulldogs, talk show host, even author. But that's not the first thing friends and colleagues recalled. They said Larry was nice, a good guy. Larry treated a barnstormer's bench warmer the same as he did Dick Vitale. In Kotler country, everyone deserved kindness. That's civility too often lacking in our increasingly polarized world. Larry did not have a luxurious lifestyle. He worked long hours, logged thousands of miles, often for low pay. Larry did it for love of the game and never complained. Jobs would go away, but Cotman would not. He'd find another one, do whatever it took to turn on that microphone and welcome another big name from the biggest Rolodex in sports. He was a cool host in a hot take world. You know how Larry spent one of his final days? Umpiring a high school doubleheader in 100 degree heat. He loved being around sports, any sports, not just marquee events. Recently, Larry battled prostate cancer, but he did not hide it. He smiled on his way to surgery and gave a thumbs up. 
Then when he saw friends of a certain age, like me, he urged us to get a screening. Larry Kotler died too soon, in heartbreaking fashion. We feel for Larry's wife, Deb, and their grieving family. We're thankful for Larry's 66 years and the lesson he left behind. Be nice. Be nice indeed. And I know, Jack, you worked with him uh, for many years as well on our sister station, WHO, and elsewhere. But what is your 30-second take? Well, I will tell you, I got caught up in that situation Saturday night. Well, I was in the, the weather. I was in a town that, that got hit by 10 inches of rain. Okay. Leanne and I got home safe. And when I heard about, about Larry, my heart just, I, it broke my heart. Yeah. Because Larry was probably one of the nicest guys here. And now the second person of the two people that I started working sound off with, which was a radio show on WHO. That would be Mike Newell. and That would be Mike Newell. Those two were the nicest to me, taught me how to run a talk show. And actually, Larry's the one that taught me how to deal with people who were not pleasant. Right. You know, and that was Larry. You know, figure out a nice way how to say thanks and we'll move on. But that's my thoughts. And, I, and my heart goes out to Deb and the family, and we're going to miss him. I know you're going to be at the Barnstormers game, the bowl game on Saturday yep. night as we pay tribute. Uh, and we appreciate that. Thank you very much uh, to our listeners for affording me the time uh, for uh, this uh, personal send off. And Jack joins in, but uh, we appreciate that. Um, friends are friends, sports aside. We still are living on this planet, this blue ball that we call Earth, for a very short period of time, and man did his candle burn bright. All right, let's go to our very first guest. Uh, he's leading the Moto America Superbike Series as they head into the championship of the Utah Round, July 20th through the 22nd. One of our faves, Cameron Bobier. Cam, how are you, bud? I'm doing good, guys. Man, I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss. Mm. It's, uh, thank you so much. I did not want to start the show on a negative. It was more about saluting him. Um, no, it was good. It was good to hear, hear the tribute. Yeah. So that was cool. Sometimes I think in the world of sport, we forget that we're real. Our athletes are real. Their families hurt. And um, if one of my riders go down, goes down, my first uh, inclination is, gosh, I want him to be okay when he gets up. I don't care about the equipment. I don't care about anything else. I just want my rider to be healthy no matter the discipline. Just let Cam get up or whoever, Kyle or Ben or whoever. Just let them get up and be healthy and continue to chase the dream, and that is to live life to the fullest. And Cam, it seems like you are living life to the fullest right now, heading into the championship at the Utah Round July 20th and 22nd. How are you feeling physically? I appreciate it. Uh, you know, pretty good. The season got off to, you know, a little slow start, kind of like the last few seasons I've had, uh, especially last year. But, um, yeah, it seems like we we kind of we found that second gear and we're, we're just clicking away. Um, Road America went really good. We were able to win both races and then followed up at Laguna and win both races there. And uh, and we found our, ourselves in the points lead going into Laguna also. So right now we're, we're feeling good. Um, the bike's working good. My uh, my Monster Energy, Yamaloop, Yamaha team, everyone, those guys are working so hard. And uh, they're, uh, you know, trying to come up with something um every or in between every race back of the shop so so far so good cameron right now you uh right now we're halfway through the points you know of the motor america season you're leading tony by 29 29's not huge um but it's good but it, <laughs> hey it's better than five yeah, right? right anyway is there a plan it's better than being on the back foot that's for sure yeah exactly any leads a, is a 
is still a lead. But, um, you know, what's the plan right now? Every ra- Just win every race? Or are you starting to kind of think about a little playing it safe yeah. here and there? Or we, we just Yeah, you know, I kind of go back and forth. But I feel like I ride the best when, when I just kind of when Obviously, the championship is always, always going to be in, in the back of your head. But if I can just go out and, and uh, ride free and, and go try to win races, that's that's when I'm riding the best. And uh, I mean, we still have half a half a season left, so um, it's definitely it's definitely pretty early to to be being cautious and stuff like that. So uh, Utah coming up, uh, we kind of struggled there a little bit last year, uh, so. I'm, I'm going into that, into that with an open mind. We have our bike is, is quite a bit different than it was there last year. So I'm um, going in with an open mind, hoping uh, to make the best of it. Um, but I think once Sonoma comes around and, and the rest of the season, it's crunch time. I think we'll be in a in a good spot. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, everything's been going pretty good. I, I changed up my, my training program a little bit this year, uh, just trying to enjoy the time my time on dirt bikes a little bit more and uh, just get some more riding in this year and uh, just trying to be a little more balanced, a little more gym work, a little, a uh, little less bicycle, just kind of balancing everything out. So I'm just having fun, man. I'm, I'm uh, enjoying the process. So you, you said you switched up your, your training and that's, do you think that, 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 that has, sorry, I'll spit it out. Do you think that that has really contributed to your, um, kind of finding your flow and, and everything else this season and, and how, you know, successful you've been. Yeah, I think, I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, I think just, just, uh, going in with a positive mindset into this season, uh, helped me, helped me quite a bit. And honestly, you know, uh, I mean, everyone's been there getting something taken away from you that, that you've had, you know, I, I had that number one plate for two years and it, getting it taken away from me didn't feel very good. And so I'm, I'm doing everything I can to get that thing back. And I know my team is too. So, uh, I I'm feeling good, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm having a lot of fun riding dirt bikes here at home. We've got some really good tracks here in Northern California, <laughs> Iron Marysville. And like, uh, we got Hangtown close by and I got some good people to ride with my little bro, uh, my little bro, Ezra. We've been going out and riding my buddy Keith and a couple others, my buddy Wyatt. So how old is uh, your brother, your brother? My brother is 17 now. Because you were born in, what, 92? I was born in, yeah, December 92, and uh, he's born in 2000. 2000. Yeah, he's a couple couple years younger than you. Yeah, same year as my daughter. Now, so I've (laughs) got to ask you about being a champion because I cover a lot of sports. Um, Winning it once, okay, in the Dallas Cowboys of the 70s, early 80s, could probably tell you uh, Miami Dolphins never really won it, but they had hellish seasons. Uh, San Francisco, et cetera. And in baseball, you know, most recently the Cubs, can they repeat? We don't know. We don't know. We'd like to think they can. But is it is it easier once you've been a champion to remount the box, or is there a certain frustration that goes with that? I mean, s- some people think that Ricky Carmichael, you know, just went out there and danced, but it, he, he put in the work. He put in the work yeah. enough that he hated it by the time he was set to retire. So, Cam, talk to me about being a two-time champ and trying to pick up a championship in 2018? I think um, I think it's definitely really good just going through the process and and uh, just telling or, you know, reminding myself I, I've done this before. I can do this, you know. Um, 
and also just having good people around me. You know, Zemke's won some championships, and Hayes has won quite a few championships. So I got some good people around me uh, with a lot of advice that, that can help me out with anything I need. And uh, But, yeah, definitely just just having that in my back pocket, knowing, knowing that I've done it and uh, and just going and, and taking it race by race. You know, the, it's, it's been – kind of spun out. Yeah, and yeah it, it's, easy, it's easy to get spun out on uh, on just thinking championship. Championship, but the only way you're going to win championships if, is if you're uh, if you're going out and, and winning races. So. At some point, racing for a title uh, gets it's almost like it's superseded by racing for a title and the money, and the prestige, and the fact that people fight over you. Okay, and I'm talking about sponsors. I'm talking about rides. I'm talking about teams, uh, media. Uh, you're in high demand. How do you how do you face that pressure being that dog? I mean, dude, you were on the stand what in 17, 12 times. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, it's and there's obviously pressure there and stuff, but um, when it's going good, it's great. When it's <laughs> when you're struggling, your your shoulders feel a little heavy, you know. But uh, uh, that's what we live for, you know. I, I think uh, I think we live for that pressure. And, and uh and uh you know winning those races and and uh carrying that weight for the team and stuff like that like that's what i live for so right it's good it's good raw emotion okay <laughs> raw emotion roman avila we talk about what it takes to be that guy and you can't care about anybody else on the track and sometimes emotions boil over sometimes emotions uh become prominent uh, Cam, you seem to keep him in check. You have an ability to keep him in check, and and only a few times have I seen you really, you know, <laughs> blow off some steam, as it were. But um, <laughs> is, is that a challenge for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I say, I, I think a lot of the other, you know, a lot of the other top riders would say the same. You know, the friends for for off the track. Obviously, you're going to give the guys respect on the track, but um, I mean, sometimes sometimes it gets physical and. Uh, and it's tough, man. It's, it's, uh, it's a battle. It's racing. Yeah. It's a battle. It's racing. It, it, like the top guys want that same thing. They want to win, win races. They want to win the championship and, and, and we're all paid to, to go out and, and put it on the line and, and do the best, you know, and try to try to go get those wins. And I mean, I'm sure you guys caught a couple of the, a couple of the, the dog fights this year. Are you kidding? Uh, me and Tony <laughs> kind of going at it and also hearing. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it gets tough, but at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, I respect, I respect all those, all those guys I'm sure. racing against. They're, uh, they're incredible racers. And I mean, it's, so there's always going to be some, uh, some drama and some bar banging and, uh, and yeah. <laughs> all right, Cameron. No, go ahead. You, I know you've got a question. I do. I do. Okay. Just a quick one. All right. All right. So. <laughs> Your super bike rookie teammate Garrett sitting fifth in the points right now. What? Yeah. How much are you guys working together? Are you guys doing a lot of? Are you helping him on the track? Do you guys ride together? Are you guys training together? Or is it completely separate? And you just see each other uh, on the I weekends. Say, I would say it's pretty separate, just because you know he lives out in Texas and stuff. But I'd say we have a good relationship. We, I mean, we uh, we were six hundred teammates and stuff, and and. Uh, and yeah, we do work together. Just like, um, you know, sometimes we compare data or whatever with uh, with our data guys or something. Uh, just kind of seeing what we're doing or 
or if we're running different gearing or a different setup that's working working at a track for for him or for I. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think he's a really good rider and, and he's doing good so far for for his first season. And uh, and yeah, I mean it's tough to transition from a 600 to a superbike. I feel like it starts off pretty good. Like you, you come out of the box with some speed and then you kind of hit a wall and then you got to, uh, it takes a little bit to get that, that second step. But I think so far he's doing good. He's gotten, he's put it on the box a couple times this year so far and we're only halfway through the season. So, uh, so far so good. What's the energy drink in the, in the pits for you guys? Monster Energy. Monster. I just want to make sure. Okay, so here's what I <laughs> would I, do. Did I hear Tom Halverson? <laughs> <laughs> no, here's what I would do if I was if Tom Halverson were my teammate. Okay, in in many ways he is, but I'm talking about it in the pits. Uh, While he's not looking, I'm drinking half that Monster Energy drink of his. Okay, I'm cutting down on his fuel capacity. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm taking some of that energy. I, I know he draws from that can. I don't care how many beers he buys me at the airport. It's not important. What matters is I want to be on the top of the box, but I still want him somewhere nearby. Right, right. You got to have him nearby and ready to go. Oh, damn right, damn right. There's some love. That's there, what right? he's there for. All right, so Laguna. All accounts, an amazing weekend. Probably one that you're going to remember for a long time. You doubled up there. Um, that's got to be a confidence builder. Uh, is Laguna your favorite track? I appreciate that. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't say Laguna is my favorite track. I, I would say it might be my favorite event, uh, just because the World Superbike guys get to come over and we get to you know kind of compare lap times, and I get to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, but mainly, I just think it's such a cool. Uh, I just, I love the event just because my family and friends get to come out. It's a California uh, vibe, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. We get to go to dinner at night, and uh, and I got some family in SoCal that kind of, that drive up, and uh, a lot of family we, we don't see all the time. Just you know, live within an hour of me, so it's cool. Uh, they all get together and have a good time. We go out to dinner. My buddies come out, and uh, and it's cool. And Sonoma's Sonoma's similar too, but uh, Monterey's just got that vibe. You know, you get to go on canary row at night and uh they shut the street down for the bikes and the and uh the fans walking around so it's pretty cool i love that round all right uh no chris bishop's chiming in ask him about his goals for getting back to europe if he wants to go i don't know if, even know cam do you want to go back to europe i do i do i think uh i think world superbike could be a pretty good fit for me um so what's the plan? You know, get and do that. Get to do that walk. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. A couple years ago, uh, I just remember sitting on the grid next to Nikki and just being like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? And uh, <laughs> I'm going to ride a bike. Cool seeing Johnny Ray up on the front row and, uh, and Sykes and, and a couple of other guys I've always looked up to. That was pretty cool. But, you know, at the same time, I've got, I've got such a good situation here. I'm, you know, I'm, I get to come home after every race. I'm getting paid good. I all my guys are, are literally family to me now, just because I've been with Yamaha since 2000. Yeah, I signed on in 2011 to ride the 2012 season, and uh, and I've been with them ever since. So I have been too. They're family to me. So uh, it's a it, it's tough. It's tough. I think I would have to. I would have to. It would have to be a really good situation for me to, to leave what I have right now. We're talking about a million-dollar um, difference. 
That's what no, we're talking. We're talking cash say, money. I wouldn't say that. You got to keep the bikes you're racing. All the tools in the uh, in the hauler are now yours at the end of every season, and you have this great big sale. Okay. No, my my dream. My <laughs> that would dream be huge. Would be <laughs> what? What? My total dream would be is to take my team to World Superbike and on Yamaha and uh, and go see what we could do because because uh, I got a lot of faith in those guys. They're definitely world class team. But, they're, uh, they're wrenching for you. They're happen. dialing you in. That's crazy. That would be that would be a, a, a great dream and a, be a great, great test. Yeah, it w- I think that would be very entertaining, and I think you could market that. I mean, we go back to when Cam rode with Mark Marquez and the rookies, right? I uh, the oh nine. I did one one, one year the world championship. Yeah, in uh, the one twenty five class. And yeah, I was teammates with Marquez, and that was uh, that was a pretty that was a pretty cool experience just to kind of see what he's gone on and and done now and. I mean, obviously he was uh, he was faster than me, but I beat him on a dirt track. <laughs> I did. It was a video game, granted, but still, <laughs> you know what? It was programmed for him to win. I still kicked his tail. I, I guess you got to take a win where you can get it. <laughs> of course you do. All right. I know that uh, we're behind you, but who are some of the other guys behind you? I mean, like Bell Belzer, right? Yeah, uh, everyone. You know, Bell Alpine Stars. Uh, definitely my mom and dad for getting me to where, where I am now. I can't thank them enough. My family, um, Yamaha, everyone, everyone that's in my corner. Definitely. Uh, the man above for sure, for, uh, for keeping us safe out there. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. You're a good man, Cam. Best of your brother, your whole family for that matter. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of faith in your abilities, but more than anything, the way you walk after the way you walk to uh, and everything in between, man. You're living it right, and that's what it's all about. Keep doing it, okay? Appreciate guys. Cam, thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me on. You see why he's one of my favorite interviews? We could have him on every single week, you know, have a different flavor, but that means he'd have to win every single week. He'd have to win number one and number two, like well, he did at Laguna. I guess the pressure's on him. Well... You're listening to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, brought to you in part by Hicklin Power Sports. Look for Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa, or online at hicklinpowersports.com. They've got Yamaha, by the way. They've got great brands that you can trust. They've got financing for each and every one of you, so you can ride that bike home, that tri- or four-wheeler. They've got those side-by-sides. You want to take a look at it? Go to uh, their website first, and then head out and see them. The only day they're closed, days they're closed, Sunday and Monday, but they're open the balance of the week, looking to help each and every one of you. Hicklin Power Sports, growing for a reason. There's proof in the pudding, and it's proof in the people at Hicklin Power Sports. Stay tuned. More after this. Hi, this is Henry Wilde, last track and road racer. You're listening to Pit Pass Moto Racing Weekly. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions and it's now available in a new force model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new slow rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the tacky tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber.
Hey, Moto fans, we do our best to keep you in touch with what we're doing through our website, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, and more. Well, now you can listen to Pit Pass Radio on your handheld device anytime with the all-new Pit Pass app for Android or iPhones. Go to your app store now and download the new app, Pit Pass, at no charge. Yes, we have an app for that. It's the all-new Pit Pass app. Get it today. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. If you're passionate about riding motorcycles both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest to ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high-performance enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long-travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style, Yamaha has a dual-sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the DeLeon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The DeLeons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans and make your dreams a reality. Call the DeLeons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack DeLeon Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. Hello again, everybody. It's Scott Casper, voice of the Iowa Barnstormers. No doubt you've heard of the untimely passing of our broadcasting brother, Larry Kotler. Well, our community was stunned by the news, and we at iHeart and the Iowa Barnstormers want to do what we can to help Larry's family. At this Saturday night's United Bowl at Wells Fargo Arena, we'll be selling the final batch of the Copman's book, The Biggest Rolodex in Sports. Look for a table on the concourse above Section 124. Get yours. All proceeds will go to Larry's family. Help us help them Saturday night. I'll look forward to seeing each and every one of you there. Hi, this is Leslie Porterfield from the High Five Cycles, the fastest woman in the world on a motorcycle. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper and, of course, uh, my buddy Roman Avila in studio. Roman, you just recently changed jobs. You are now where? I am now currently a service advisor for Kettleson RV in DeSoto. That's the nice uh, dealership, right? Yep, brand new. Been there just a little over a year, and they are booming. What's the uh, product lines you guys carry, the brand names? KZ is their is their Primer, main one, yeah. and then um, they've got all the lines as far as KZ goes, Sportsman's, Sprees. From easy ups all the way up to the big dogs. Yeah, yep, big fifth wheel, toy well, haulers even. Well, congratulations. What Thank a great you. move for you. Yeah. And for your family, by the way. Yes, I know you're getting married so. in July, this <laughs> yeah. month, yep. coming up. Yep. When? 
uh, July 21st. Oh, I can make that. Yes, yes you can. <laughs> I RSVP'd uh, verbally when you yes. asked me. So thanks for the invite, and I'm looking forward to seeing you tie the knot. Uh, me too. And your Finally. wife. Uh, I've met your wife. Yes, you have. Uh, to be. Her name yep. is? Rachel. Rachel. I just want to see if you remember. All right. That's good. I uh, uh, just finished a great conversation with Cam Bobier and uh, Kyle Cunningham is a cat uh, perhaps did not have the best of weekends, but at least he was consistent. He races in the Lucas Oil Motocross uh, Championships. He joins us now. Kyle, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm good. At 30, uh, tr trying to remember how old you are right now. <laughs> I'll be uh, 29 on Thursday. On Thursday. So it's right after So it's July yeah. 5th, right? Yeah, happy okay. birthday. Yeah. I just had one myself yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah yesterday happy birthday thanks what i do is i like to call people and while i'm waiting <laughs> to uh, have them pick up the phone yeah. i sing the happy birthday song there you go okay <laughs> so uh, just keep that in mind i think uh i think uh, roman wants to kick off the question so, here all right so you, you're currently sitting 11th place you had a 39 and a 13 this last weekend at the wick at Muddy Creek. Listen you, to you dropping the wick. The wick. <laughs> Come on. Well, You don't okay. have to be the cool Southwick. cat. Southwick. Hey, Southwick. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but at Tennessee, <laughs> at Muddy Creek, you went 11-10. So we're, we're kind of consistent. And I think you're going to probably shed some light on that 39th in the first moto. Yeah. What would that be? Uh, what happened? And we just, uh, we had a small issue. The track was tough, which. Southwick always can be with the dirt being so deep and it being sand. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I went down early in the race. I think I was passing for like 14th. And then I'd say it was probably 12 to 15 minutes in the moto. We, we lost the motor, uh, which takes us out of the race, um, which was unfortunate. And we uh, kind of bounced back the second moto with the 13th. But, you know, I stalled the bike and sat and kicked and kicked and kicked and lost about 20 seconds with uh, six minutes to go. So, you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't as consistent as Tennessee or High Point. Um, you know, those two races were fairly good for coming back from the crash at Glen Helen. But, you know, like you said, we're, we're 11th in points. And, uh, you know, I think five of the, the 12 motos, I've had no points. So, wow. Well, and 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 you're the like the first one, right, to get uh, both awards, right? Yeah, this past weekend, yeah, uh, the FMF Privateer Award and then the Hard Charger Award from the weekend before, which was uh, was pretty cool. Cool that Lucas Oil and Pro Motocross does does something one for the privateers and then two, uh, you know, the Carmichael Award to come from. I think we came from. 30th to 11th to end up getting that so it was uh pretty cool to win both of them at once now are each one of those awards i understand they come with a ten thousand dollar check is that right <laughs> i wish oh <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that be nice kyle i don't remember who i was great. talking to yeah, yeah. that'd be great that'd make it a lot more worth uh worth your while wouldn't it hey yeah. so going back to the motor issue did they find out or figure out what happened what what let go or was it um, you were testing yeah. something new or uh no i mean my dad's actually in the process of tearing it down right now to uh take a look and, and build another one um you know that was the motor 
I mean, I think it had about seven hours on it. So it was probably just something something crazy. I got more time than that on the practice bike, and it's still running good. So, you know, we're not 100% for sure. Um at this point, what exactly exactly happened with it, but uh, we'll know know here shortly, probably in the next couple hours. Just one of those things with racing, and you know when it gets hot like it was, uh, you know it definitely wasn't anyone's fault. It's just you know the stuff that that happens in racing. You can't can't predict mechanicals, and you know we've had plenty of them in the past. So just one of those things. All right, let's talk a little bit about. Let's go back to the Helen. Not the wick, but the Helen. Glenn Helen. Glenn Helen, okay. If you can do it, I could do it, right? Uh, yeah, go, okay. go right ahead. Let's go back to Glenn Helen. Um, I want to know where you stand with the injuries sustained there, and are you 100%, are you 90%, are you 110%? <laughs> I mean, I feel pretty good. Um, I don't know if I'd put a percentage-wise on it. To be honest with you, the one thing that, it's still bugging me. I uh, I fractured my tailbone in St. Louis, and that has kind of gotten better to this point. Now it's about the best that it's felt. But actually, the crash at Foxborough when I cased the triple, I think I was in 10th or 11th, I messed my back up pretty good, and um, I've just been kind of riding through it. It's one of those, as I get through the day, it feels a little better. But, you know, in the mornings when I get up, I, I feel the soreness from the day before, but, uh, you know, at Glen Helen, I mean, it was a scary one. Um, you know, I was riding good all day. I, I feel like that's kind of the past history with that race is I ride good there. I feel good there, but man, I, I can count on, you know, five, six times that I've either crashed at the national or, you know, the week before. So, um, you know, I just, I went down hard and, uh, you know, I, I got knocked out. I took a jaw shot, had a couple of puncture wounds under my chin. Oh boy. Hit my head. And, uh, you know, I think they said I was knocked out for a minute, minute and a half, uh, somewhere in there. But fortunately when I went to the hospital, they did a CT and I didn't have any trauma on the brain as far as bleeding, hemorrhage, anything like that. Dr. Ryman and Bodner were uh, super supportive and gave me a protocol to follow. And, um, you know, obviously I would have liked to have been back at, at Colorado and, you know, not have two more motos with no points. But, uh, you know, that wasn't the right call. So I took the time I needed to do the protocol the right way and make sure that my head was good to go. And um, after I went through everything and they released me to come back at high point, I I knew it was going to be tough. It's amazing, uh, you know, in our sport, what two weeks of not being able to do your normal schedule, which, like I said, from the point that I crashed at Foxborough, it's, it's kind of been that way. We kind of had to halfway do the riding schedule. Um, but, you know, I know it was going to be tough coming back, but I, I felt, you know, at high point there at the end of the moto, I felt it for sure. I was a little tired from, you know, the heat not being, you know, on the motorcycle as much as I needed to be before the weekend, but we got through it, and then Tennessee, I felt better, and, you know, last weekend at Southwick in practice, the, the speed showed we were seventh in the first practice, eighth in the second, and, you know, like we talked about, just had the motor issue, and had the mistake in the second moto, and, you know, with the way the class is right now, and how well 
you know, those top 20 guys are riding, can't afford to have mistakes and stuff like that happen. So, Kyle, he's done talking. It's your turn. Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> hey, so let's look forward. Big weekend, usually for everybody. Um, I know it is for me. Typically, um, it's one of my favorite races of the year. Um, talk about it. What do you yeah. What are you going into Redbud with? Yeah, I mean, there for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Supercross wise, we got stronger towards the end, and you know, I got those two top ten overalls recently. But you know, after last weekend, I really I felt like I have the speed to be in that five to ten or better window and battle with those guys. I feel like I'm the four fifty this year has definitely been a learning curve. Um, riding it full-time, but, man, I feel like speed there, and like I said, we had mistakes last weekend, so, you know, I want to go to Red Blood and, and obviously get it back in that top 10, but, you know, fitness-wise and everything, I feel good, so I want to do better than that. Uh, you know, I, I like Red Blood, the atmosphere of the race, with it being, you know, July 4th this week, uh, and the fans are crazy there. It's always a good time, and, you know, it's one of my favorite uh favorite tracks on the series for sure uh they do a great job out there can't beat the dirt um the track's always awesome so that's uh that's probably the favorite race of the year for me and i'm looking forward to it all right so as we record this program on a tuesday a lot of our folks are listening live around the country in, in 52 countries actually on the iheart uh app and of course on the pit pass app um it's the day before fireworks day okay uh, July 4th, the, the birth of our country. So I'm going to ask you, how do you celebrate uh, the uh, the 4th of July, knowing that the very next day is another very special day? Uh, I mean, I just spend, I mean, we travel so much time on, on the weekends. Um, obviously, during the off-season, spending time in California. So, you know, for me, July 4th has always been cool because, obviously, we celebrate that. And then, like you said, my birthday, um, so I just get to hang out with friends, family. Um, you know, normally we kind of hang out into my birthday as well. So, uh, you know, it's just nice to be home and, and be able to, to spend the time with my girlfriend, my parents, my sister, my two nieces. I have a niece that's five and one that's almost two. So for them, the fireworks are fun and everything else. So, uh, you know, it's just for me, it's... Uh, not a fire. You know, it's just a good, uh, good family day, and and get to, okay. get to be around here and spend Fair. time with them. I'm Fair. actually going riding and doing the training tomorrow <laughs> before I do anything. Okay. So. Well, that's how we start the day. Uh, before we let you go, I know we're going to hear a lot of fireworks, a lot of things like that. And by the way, if you live near a veteran, uh, be kind, be aware of their potential needs. Uh, it's, by God, they've fought for our country and defended our rights and our, our liberties. Uh, please defend them and theirs. Uh, so on Thursday, I know you're going to hear probably this. That's enough. So you get the taste. It's just a, it's just a taste. It's probably the worst taste ever, Jack. Our producer picks out the worst edition of the song ever. My nah, God, Jack, bad. what was it done on somebody's? Uh, I don't that's know. That's what, what came up first. Oh, okay, maybe you should look second, Jack. Third, even. No, the second one was the Minions. That was worse. <laughs> Kyle, you got anybody you want to thank? Yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Uh 
you know, the AGP guys for their help with the bikes and stuff. And, you know, my dad, uh, it's, it's hard on him, but, man, he's a good guy. So, a huge thanks to him, uh, the JGR guys for all my stuff. Jim Lewis at first racing, uh, suspension-wise, he's really, uh, He's the one helping me with everything, so I can't thank him enough for all of his hard work. And, uh, you know, like you guys said, Red Bud this weekend. Red Bud. Looking to approve again, so. Good job out of you. Yeah, good luck, Kyle. Thanks, pal. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Best to you, your family, and your team, okay? I appreciate it. You guys have a good one. There he goes into uh, the pits, Kyle Cunningham. Take a short time out. More after this. Hi, I'm Danny Walker of American Supercamp, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with Track Addicts Track Days. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 Pro advanced ventilation jersey and premium race glove and you have generation next racewear built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike for more information visit flyracing.com it's much more than a piston company wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products including forged pistons precision forged clutch baskets and hubs crankshafts camshafts forged connecting rods and valves at wiseco we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle atv snowmobile personal watercraft board marine engine or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. This is 1460 KXNO. If you're passionate about riding motorcycles both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest to ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high-performance enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long-travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style, Yamaha has a dual-sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. The point is good. 
Drink Swell Vodka, proudly and carefully distilled and filtered in Iowa. Like Swell Vodka on Facebook. Find Swell at fine stores that sell spirits. Hi, it's Scott Casper inviting you to join the Iowa Barnstormers and the iHeart family in honoring Larry Kotler at the United Bowl this Saturday, July 7th. Tickets to the game will be available for just 15 bucks. $5 of every ticket will benefit the Kotler family. The Cotman's book, Biggest Rolodex in Sports, will also be available for purchase at the game, giving fans a unique opportunity to read through Larry's legacy. Just call the Iowa Barnstormers front office at 515-633-2255 and mention iHeartRadio, 1460 KXNO, The Sports Fanatics, WHO, or any of your favorite shows or stations. That's how you'll redeem the offer. And we'll see you Saturday night as we salute the Cotman. Hi, this is Rob Dingman, President and CEO of the American Motorcyclist Association, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. There's a band that uh, was in this very building, and I was doing a Skype video interview with one of the two brothers. Yeah, they gave me the blind guy, okay? And so he's sitting on Skype looking off to the left instead of looking at the camera, and he's literally sitting in this building. I didn't know they were in this building. I was in my offices and studios in Beaverdale. And a fun interview, very fun interview, and they played two sold-out shows here in Des Moines, but, uh, yeah, Ex-Ambassadors and Renegade, one of my favorite songs, and that, of course, of uh, Jeep as well. All right, it was uh, January 31st when it was announced that uh, Ben Kelly had signed with Trail Jester's KTM Racing. That has paid off in a big way, recently winning the Tough Like Roar, TLR, off-road motorcycle racing event in Temecua, Pennsylvania. He joins us now. Does Ben Kelly. Ben, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Good. How's it feel to have that weekend under your belt? It feels good. You know, I uh, I really wanted this this win uh, this year. You know, I won it back in 2016, and um, yeah, I look I was looking forward to this race all all year, and it feels good to to get the win. Ben, how tough was it? Because it was it was tough. I mean, it was like 100 degrees plus, right? Roughly, yeah, it was in, yeah, it was insane. You know, it was like, it was in the high nineties, but with the humidity and all that, it, right? It, it yeah, like heat it index in hundred. So he's got heat going against him. He's got a tough field. He starts mid pack, and yet three and a half hours. Three and a half hours, dude. What were you thinking? What was going <laughs> through your head? Clearly, <laughs> when I was out there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever feel like, um, you know? I guess dehydration, I suffered it in Iraq, and I understand what that feels like. It feels like you've just lost control. You're dizzy. You're, you know, your, your veins are collapsing. Uh, your vision is, is obscured. Your, your eyes are watering. What's it feel like for you on a track at, at hour three, knowing you've got 30 minutes to go? Yeah, it's tough. You know, luckily I wasn't dehydrated or anything. I, I, uh, prepped really well you know drinking throughout the day and the week leading up to it so i was ready for the heat and yeah it's just you know you just gotta keep going and um i was out front at that point so you know i just uh just tried to keep my pace and keep going so no one would catch me that's a big deal no one yeah, catching it. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah that's got to be huge especially huge. on on that big of a race that heat for that length of time, right? Um, what do you what do you think was the uh, the culminating factor for you getting this win? I mean, just besides outlasting everybody else. Um, you know, I 
think uh, I'm pretty good at riding the rocks and the technical um, terrain, and I really enjoy that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I just think that kind of riding suits my style. And, uh, yeah, I got off to a mid-pack start, like you said, but made my way up to the front pretty early and tried to uh, just ride a smooth, steady race and, and not get stuck. And I think that was one of the big factors. I, You know, I maybe only got stuck a handful of times, but it wasn't long or anything. Um, and, yeah, I just kept going, didn't didn't stop or really take any breaks, just kept a smooth, steady pace and, yeah, made it to the finish. The TLR, Ben, is a two-day format um, there to help reduce the, the number of, of uh, racers to kind of get the cream of the crop, per se. Talk about, is, is there any extra stress involved with that? Because it is a two-day and you have to make sure that you get in for the, uh, for the second day and make the fast 50? Uh, yeah, it could be a little stressful. I try not to think about it. Um, just, uh, just try to ride, you know, they have the two, two races on Saturday, about an hour long. And then one Sunday morning, about an hour and a half or so before the main. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I guess just from experience from doing the race prior, I kind of know what to expect. And I just try to go out there and, and ride and stay safe and keep the bike together and, and, uh, yeah, make it to the final. What extra prep do you have to do to the bike for this race? That's is a good there, question. Is there any extra? I mean, not because it's you're. It's not like a typical GNCC. I mean, you're just out there one time and you're done, right? I mean, you've got yeah. multiple races, multiple days. Is there anything special that you guys do to your bike to kind of help withstand that abuse? Uh, nothing too special. Uh, actually, for this race, I rode the. Uh, the KTM 250 XCW TPI two-stroke, just for uh, these conditions, the harsh conditions. I think that bike's uh, a little better for that. And, um, yeah, you know, just, just have it equipped with all the all the guards you can, you know, rotor guards and everything to protect the bike as best you can for the rock. Let's talk about um, consistency. Uh, this is your second win. Uh, your first win came in 2016 if, if memory serves, is that about right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Um, and in 2017, you had mechanical failure taking you out of the running for a victory. So this TLR is very special in that um, you were able to repeat that effort that you had in 2016. How did it feel uh, kicking that cat? It felt really good. You know, after my problem in 2017, it just, you know, it was like hanging over me all year. And so I was just really looking forward to this one. And, um, yeah, I wanted that win bad, so I was really pumped when I was out front and just uh, tried not to think about it too much, just get to the finish, and, yeah, I was really pumped to, to get the win again. Ben Kelly, Trail Jesters Racing, KTM. Ben, how old a guy are you and how tall are you? Uh, I'm 22 years old, and I'm 6'2". Six 6'2". Two. Six two. Now let's talk about balance. i got to believe uh, riding rocks for a guy that's 6'2 is probably easier than a guy that's, say, 5'4". You follow me? You get you've got two long limbs that you can use for balancing. Does that ever come into play? Oh yeah, it definitely comes into play. You know, I try to keep my feet on the peg as much as possible and stand up, and that's when the bike works the best. But uh, yeah, having my long legs is just um, it's huge. You know, anytime I start to get off balance or the bike gets kicked, I can easily just stab my foot on a rock and push off and uh, get right back into my balancing point. So, so my long legs definitely help. So I noticed the long legs, but the 
equally large boots. Size 13? No, size 12. Okay. It was close enough. I mean, it was a pretty good guess. Yeah, still pretty big. <laughs> what am I, 12 and a half, yeah. I think? Jack says yes. 12 and a half. Okay. Well. All right. So how do we repeat that type of performance next, and what is next for you? Um, actually, I have a, an enduro coming up, a national enduro coming up this weekend, so getting back into the swing of things for that. But uh, as far as extreme racing, I'm going to be racing the TKO in August, so just going to keep doing what I did, uh, what I'm doing, I guess, uh, practicing, and look forward to that one. i got to believe Trail Jester's KTM right now is real happy with you. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I would th- Wouldn't you be? Yeah, I mean, I'd yeah. be super pumped on that deal. And I got to ask you, Ben, real quick, because I don't think we've gotten a lot of feedback on this in a race situation. How is that 250? The uh, the new TPI bike is yep. awesome. Uh, yeah, I love it, you know. Um, I'm a big two-stroke fan myself, and so when I got to jump on that, you know, a few weeks ago, I was, I was pretty pumped with it and blown away, you know. It just takes the whole carburetor jetting problems you know out the window and right. it's awesome the bike's ready to go as soon as you jump on it now how is that oil mixed uh you just there's a there's a tank in the little reservoir that you just put regular two-stroke premix oil in there and then just put straight gas in the in the tank so that's the one pj was yeah, bragging about yeah we were talking about yeah that that to me kind of takes the you know the, the the whole worry out of do i have the right mix did i put the right oil in and, and quite frankly, you've, that that's one of the smartest innovations KTM has come. Why is well, why it's, are the, it's what? not a real true innovation because a lot of bikes back in the day back had, in the day, but th- now not no no most. This is the first time I think they brought something like that back as far as a race bike goes. Well, I'd say for today's modern racer, racers like Ben Kelly, it's an innovation and it's and it helps. It's one of the things you could take out of the mix, right? You don't have to. You can ignore that uh, particular part of the race. All right, Ben Kelly, running up against the clock. Sponsors are important to each and every one of us. You went from uh, 200 to 50 riders and blew the uh, Sunday main. Who do you want to thank? Yeah, I just want to thank uh, the whole Trail Jester's KTM racing team, uh, my mechanic, uh, Mike, for all his help that weekend and keeping my bike in one piece and running strong. And, uh, yeah, uh, everyone else out there cheering me on and helping out during that weekend. Thank you. Beautiful. You know what? This is a, it's a community. We talk to racing fans, racers, uh, factory teams, uh, privateers, everybody. And if we can help each other get a little bit better, man, isn't it great for everybody? Happy 4th of July, dude, and I uh, hope you have a great rest of your week and hope you continue your success. We are following you in a big way. We're looking forward to your return, Ben. All right, yeah, thanks a lot for having me, guys. Have a good one. All right, you too. Hey, we're going to take a quick time out right now. Um, yes, we are, Jack. We're taking a time out. We are going to take a time out. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Hillbilly, David B. Bout, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. For over 61 years, RK Chain has continually developed quality performance and value to the motorcycle chain market. From the scorching asphalt of the MotoGP circuit to the rutted out dirt of Supercross and Motocross, RK's commitment to making sure that each and every chain that reaches today's market not only meets but exceeds your expectations. Ask for RK Chain at your local dealership. If they don't carry it, ask them to order it. It's RK Chain. 
Pro Supermoto Racer, and you're listening to the Tester. All right, so if that's not an innovation other than KTM bringing it back, well, what are, what's like a most recent innovation that caught your eye and you say, boom, got to have that. That's a smart deal. Is it a chain guard? Is it a type of chain like RK? Uh, is it something new in, the, in, in terms of tire composition uh, by Dunlop or any, any of our main manufacturers? Or is it something new that Honda's done? What's well, I, I, I think what Honda's done here recently has been kind of... Uh, now, the guys from Honda are listening. That's fine. I, and I, I race a Honda, and I also have a Yamaha, but period across the board i like and i love that they went back to conventional forks okay finally that's a good observation um they they went with air forks for so long a lot of manufacturers yamaha's not one of them they've kept the same forks this entire time time, since 06 essentially and now honda's went back to that and i think that just shows you the the hey if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Sounds like this show. I want to thank Cam Bobier, Kyle Cunningham, and Ben Kelly. Coming up in hour number two, Jared Mees, Kenny Kubeth Jr., and Chris Fillmore. You're listening to America's Motor Racing Talk Show. Jack DeLeon at the helm of the mothership. Leanne DeLeon producing it on the internet. Thanks, cats. You guys are crazy. Hey, it's July 4th week. We appreciate you listening. More. In studio, Roman Avila, Scott Casper's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Stick around. Number number two is coming up next. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard-packed supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes the newest addition is the v-line dual vrm 340 a heavy-duty off-road tire that is dot approved most of the tires are available in the new slow rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments it's v rubber and the tacky tires the choice of sherco off-road racers say when using a tacky it's almost like cheating it's v rubber Passionate about motorcycles? Ever heard of the saying that you should make a career out of what you love to do? MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com is a state-of-the-art online job board built exclusively for the power sports industry. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com connects job candidates who are passionate about the motorcycle industry with companies and dealerships that may be looking for you. Upload resumes, receive new job notifications, or just surf the site for your dream job. Turn your passion into a career at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com.
Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latrell. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. All right, hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper, Roman Avila in the studio in our uh, iHeart Studios high atop downtown Des Moines, Iowa. Tell you what, it's been hot here today. Hot. <laughs> it, it, the temperature is definitely coming back up, and the humidity is in with all the rain we've had. Now, I wasn't here over the weekend. I was in Clinton, Iowa doing a, a, fight. Uh, a fight, and I heard the rain at about 1. I knew Des Moines was getting yeah. some rain, sure. or central Iowa, or even Iowa, but that band, the rain, hung out. Even as it moved, it was being trailed by more more of the same system yeah all right yep so in des moines i know we got a little over five inches in some areas yeah some, some our, areas. more locally for you and i since we're fairly close right 7.3 inches shut up seriously and it's and and some of the high points uh, jack what were some of the high indicators i i heard as much as 10 or more it was 10 there was 10 inches of rain in ankeny and yep. i can tell you this yeah i was there you were in the street I was I was actually in a parking lot. Were you in your truck? Yes, I was. Okay, so you stopped. You went into what a Casey's or something like that. No, Casey's I General no. I, I ended up at the Ankeny, I ended up at the Ankeny Y, and then I had to drive through the water to get to my wife, who was at the Come and Go, seven blocks away. And what what were you driving again? My F one fifty. Okay, so you're 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 higher than most. Yeah. But this water you're driving through is how deep do you think? Well, it was about halfway up my wheels at okay. the worst point. All right, so that's you in a truck. Yep. But you, if you're in a car, you flood it out. Yeah, there and Hickman Road, right between Merle, right off of Merle Hay. It's there. an arterial road in Des Moines. Yeah, yep. it and and you've, I'm sure you know, but that is always prone to flooding. Absolutely, and floods regularly if if we have high water. But um, yeah, I went out and drove a little bit around the area. And I, at one point, uh, I had water uh, at the uh, bottom of my running boards. Okay. And, and you've got a tall truck, too. I've got a t- 350, one ton, and it sits a little bit higher. That's a monster truck. Big, big, I got bigger tires on it, but yeah. You had to get a new garage because you got such a big truck. I've never been able to park in a garage before. Oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> All right, so how about this? The rain's coming down so hard. You have hills. And what's relevant to hills? Valleys, right? Yep. Yeah. So rain is hitting everything along the way, not just the top of the hills, not just the valleys, but at the top it's going somewhere. Where's it going, Jack? It's down. Down. And it picks up speed, and it picks up gravel, and, and, yep. and, and it rips up asphalt. Yep. The reason yep. we're bringing this up, because we're going to get to a story about our, our dear friend, but I will tell you this. Um, if there is water sitting uh, in a low area, you can't see it at night. No. In the daytime, you even struggle to even guess how deep it is. Well, Most people are terrible. I can't tell you, Scott, how many times I've told people on our sister station, turn around, don't drown. Right, right. Yeah. So this weekend, our good friend um, lost his life in uh, a terrible flood. Not at like seven, eight blocks from his house, okay? He's in a van with his beautiful wife, Deb. And Larry Kotler was, was driving home, doing what Larry does, coming home from an event. He was, he, I think he called like two... Uh, girls softball games that day as an umpire tremendous broadcaster a great sports voice well respected around the country nationally and locally um 
And uh, Larry was told to get out of his van because he was in water at about five feet at this point coming into the van, starting to flood the van. You're in the van. Guess what? You're going to drown. Well, Larry gets out. The water's moving so quickly down that incline behind Caramagrain Stadium, okay, on 50th Street. It knocks as we get it, as we understand it. It knocked his feet out from underneath him. He slides under the door, and he's backwards now in the water, and it's way over his head. And she doesn't see him. She's climbed out. She's attached to a tree. There are some uh, great members of our Thai community going to rescue her. I've seen footage of that. But nobody could rescue him because they couldn't see him in that murky, murky water. They find him some four hours later, uh, some five and a half, six blocks north around a bend. And Larry was gone. So tomorrow, uh, the day before, we will have a visitation. And on Thursday, we will bury our good friend Larry Kotler, longtime broadcaster over 40 years in the business. And... Uh, I got to say my personal goodbyes to him today, and I got to tell you, you always hear this. He looks good. Larry looks great. Finally, his hair is combed. It's all going the right way, <laughs> and I got to tell my buddy goodbye. And I hope if you remember Larry Collar and would like to buy one of his books, I have 700 copies of them of which I can help benefit the family. I want you to get a hold of me on Facebook, Scott Casper, or I'm going to even give out my cell phone number. You ready for it? 515 284 no, that's the station number. Let's start over again. 515-707-8657. I've sold 20 books today, and I'd like to sell another 780, or 680 rather. I'm not good with math. You can also buy them at the Barnstormer game. We're looking just to absolutely salute Larry. We have stickers on the side of our players' helmets for the bowl game. And this is an outpouring of support I've never seen before. Never, ever seen before. Media from both coasts and in between. They're calling, wanting to do interviews, and we're doing it. But we're telling the story. What was the cop man like? And at the end of the day, one word describes him. Nice. And so is our first guest of hour number two, Jared Mees. Jared, how are you? Jared, Hello. are you there? Yeah, yeah. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. You've always been there for us, and we appreciate that. We describe you as being a nice guy. But if you will, okay, your win at the Indian Motorcycle uh, Lima Half Mile event was a sweet victory. Why? Yeah, that one's always, uh, you know, I don't know. Lima's just always been really cool to win. Uh, it was my very first Grand National win, and now I've won it a total of four times. But something about going to Lima, just the history behind it, you know, the track is the cushion old-school style racing. Um, it gets very demanding. you got to kind of move around the track all day long. And I don't know, for some reason when you win that one, it just really feels like super rewarding. And then, of course, adding to the you know, the mix that I promoted the race and put so much work into it and stuff. So to go out there and win, win the race, I promoted it and stuff like that is, is, is awesome. Are you, are you where you are at, uh, where you want to be at right now in the season? I mean, looking back at 17, 18 total events, 17 podiums, 10 victories, won the championship by 98 points. Are you, are you on pace for this year? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, at the end of last year, I was like, well, I mean, I had a, one of those seasons that was just, you know, so awesome. And next year, you know, the goal is to win the number one plate. And whether I win it by one point or another 90 points, you know, the goal is the number one plate. But, you know, this year so far where we're at in the season, we're actually ahead of where we were last year as far as wins and points and things like that. So uh, I would say, you know, so far this season has definitely been uh, better than last, and uh, I wasn't 
I mean, I, of course, I worked hard, and and I guess in a way I expect it, but in, a, in another way, it's like, man, you know, it's it's like uh, <laughs> it's, it's more of a dream, I guess. If I say the name Roger Lee Hayden, you know who that is, right? I know Roger. I'm just messing with you. All right, so Roger Lee Hayden says that uh, Lima, okay, is the one to go to if you've never been to an American flat track event. And he said it right here on the show. I mean, that family knows a thing or two about flat track. Would you agree with them? Oh, yeah, definitely. Is it the overall atmosphere, the pits, the, the stands? What is it? Oh, yeah, I think, well, I think what's so good about Lima is there's multiple lines. The roost is flying. It's really what signals or signifies flat track. It's 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 old school. It's from the grassroots. Right. You know, we're sideways spraying down the fans, huge rooster sails. And like I said, that you're not stuck around this little one line groove and you know, you you might see a guy come in a corner all the way at the very top of the hay bales and the fence using the very outside of the racetrack, get it turned and come straight off the bottom and then all of a sudden he comes into the next corner and goes right around the bottom and drifts high. So it's like you don't know what's gonna happen the next lap with some of the riders, you know, they're trying to stay out of the spray. So they're trying to go where the rider in front of them is not going. And then you got, you know, the guy that's out there leading it, he's clicking laps off and guys are trying to catch him to stay out of a spray. So it's, I guess it's just way more exciting. I mean, it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely entertaining. I mean, Springfield mile is, is definitely one you, you want to try to catch as well because of the drafting and the mile racing and stuff. But Springfield, you don't really pass at all really in the corners or not a whole lot. And down the straightaways, you're drafting and things. Where Lima is just, you know, a guy could get the whole shot and put in five laps and look like he's going to win it. Then all of a sudden, lap 25 comes around and he runs fourth or fifth because the top of the track wore out or, or you know, he got tired because it's a very demanding racetrack as well. So Well, and there's multiple lines. There's multiple lines right. to be had on that track. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I've seen the pictures. I've seen the roosts. You guys are eating a lot of dirt, uh, and that stuff is flying, and it hurts. It's not like you're going slow. You're running into dirt that's coming at you at a pretty good clip. Um, talk to us about the leathers you're wearing, because protection for your body has got to be there. You're not going around that track to, to experience pain. I'm sure you're still getting the stings. Um, yeah. how, much do, how much do the leathers really protect you? Well, everything. I think every brand of leathers has got different sorts of protection. Uh, I wear... Uh, an Alpine Star one-piece suit, and, uh, you know, it's got some thin leather in some areas and some stretchy leathers in some areas. Um, so I, uh, you know, you're still going to get peppered up or you're still going to feel a little bit of it. Because, sure. You know, yeah, in some of the areas where it's thin and stretchy and you got to have it move around always seems to be the spot that it stings you, you know. But, uh, yeah, leathers play a big, a big role in it. You have to wear a leather suit. It's mandatory in our sport, so... Leathers definitely help, and you know, back in the day, I think the padding wasn't as uh, wasn't as uh, sincere as what it is now. So <laughs> no, and, and I think technology is far, yeah. And sorry to interrupt you, Jared, but I think the technology and some of that padding has gotten a lot better. I mean, now you've got the, the uh, memory foam, yeah, the three D is three D O or I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's like a really lightweight, but it's it's a very progressive foam. Um, takes a lot of the yeah. brunt. But my question was going to be, do you wear anything extra on some of these places, or are you just it's just the leathers and that's it, or do you wear anything extra underneath for 
help with some of that roost. Yeah, like a baseball player is going to wear a sliding short. Well, I wear a chest protector and it, sure. with motocross. No, I, but. Don't, uh, I don't wear anything different for a track like that. I think, I mean, some guys might put um, like some knee, knee pads like type of thing in there, but, you know, the A-Star suit already, already comes with some really good padding and, you know, they got the airbag now on a lot of the riders' suits, so that's awesome if you go down at the poise and, and try to keep the, you know, around your body there pretty safe. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the spray definitely stings and hurts, but if you start putting so much padding in those areas where it's stinging and hurting, you're not as mobile, and, you know, you feel like you you just got to basically take it more than anything because you put so much padding in there, you <laughs> feel like a Michelin man out there. <laughs> like or, Tony. Or, yeah. Wouldn't you put? Poor I Tony. mean, you got to protect the boys, though, right? What's that? You got to protect the boys. The uh, yeah, yeah, you got to protect them guys all the time. Okay, but I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say, but if you're out front, you probably not getting roosted, right? Yeah, that's the beauty of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know where we're going all yeah, along. Yeah, if you're out front, right? <laughs> all right, yep, so it, it plays huge to be out front. That, so, there's no doubt. So Bishop brings up a good point. Okay. Uh, that the leathers you wear today compared to what you wore five years ago, the changes in technology, as uh, Roman has said, that, that has that changed or impacted your fitness and, and the training because you want to stay tight in those leathers, but not too tight? Uh, so yeah, fitness. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think, well, fitness, I think everybody tries to be as fit as they can, but um, I don't think I change my fitness to fit the suit or anything like that definitely not but uh i mean yeah they measure and they custom make the suit right to us and the biggest thing is is you know companies like alpine star and dionysi weren't involved in in our sport and i would say you know they're they're the highest uh leather companies for racing especially the a star with the whole uh airbag system and stuff and just listening to alpine star talk uh, you know back to me about one piece is a lot safer than two piece and you know it needs to fit just like this because most flat trackers would get fitted and have their wives girlfriend whatever fit them up and it sent them some leathers and if they were a little on the baggy or loose side or whatever they just dealt with it you know and and with alpine star they're just like no your elbow has got to fit right in this pad it can't be you know this way or that way it's got to fit perfect because if you go down and that's hearing them talk about the technology and and what the fit of a suit should be like is definitely night and day of where things were five years ago in flat track. Now road racing's kind of always been one piece and already has had that direction, but flat track and having those companies involved has only been the last couple years. And uh, it is it is state of the art technology and and the fit is awesome. And. and- Jared, their technology and and the fact that they have so much to go off of with your road racing, with, excuse me, all the other forms of racing that they make suits for. I mean, it's a ton. And to try to bring all that technology for you guys and to make it happen and make it work, that's got to be phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, because it's not like they're just... You can't go in and buy it off the rack. It's got to be fitted to you. Here's here's the deal. Right now, you can be laser fitted for a suit. A suit. 
that you're going to wear to work, okay? Or a shirt. You know those shirts that you don't tuck in anymore? The short shirts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are all laser fitted. Um, are you are you being fitted for your, your leathers like that? I think no, that'd be a huge benefit. Still, no, they're still, uh, you know, measured um, with basically one of those flexi tapes. And okay. they got really good, you know, good guys uh that that been around the block for sure that fit you up and then i've got some custom boots and custom gloves from them and um you know they take like a, a mold of your hand and mold of your foot and kind cool. of you know get get the boots and everything to fit perfect and man i'm i'm so so picky with gloves i mean it's like you gotta be uh, me too. The num- it's, the, it's the number one thing i'm the most pickiest about about gear you know i could deal with a little bit tight on the boots a little loose in the boots but like my gloves i've got like Big palms, short fingers, small wrists. It's like, man, I complain. Me too. Complain so much about. <laughs> I, I yeah. yeah. But you're Jared Meese. You are Jared Jammer Meese, okay? And you are the man, the myth, the legend. And we're going to say the same thing to Kenny Colbeth here in just a little bit. Nah, but no, we won't. Jared's <laughs> kind of, I mean, these last two years have been nothing but phenomenal to build here's, his legacy. Here's where I'm going with this. Ready? You've got a legacy to uh to hold up not to live up to but to hold up your second uh, generation of the indian wrecking crew i've met the two original racers okay i met them in uh, what was it davenport at the vintage race and they were there in the pits right across from mike and and uh uh and fritz you know so what what a cool experience that was for me meeting the legendary indian wrecking crew but now to have you know 2.0 on our show uh, as it were, Jared Meese. I think it's. Do you feel that legendary status? Uh, no, not not quite yet. Honestly, like I feel like when you say the word legend, you know, I look at a guy like you know Scotty Parker and mm. Chris Carr and and Springer and the guys that are re- retired, you know, and 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 are legends, you know, now. But to call me a legend, kind of like right in the middle of my career, or maybe you know towards maybe, you know, right in the middle of my career, so to speak, it's like, you know, hey, it's it, it's flattering for sure, but I feel like uh, I feel like when you call me a legend at this point in time, it's like, you know, I'm like, man, I still got a lot left, I feel like. you know, I feel, <laughs> I'm not writing you off, dude. You're just a three-time yeah. AMA Grand National champ, okay? A gold medalist in the X game, a grand champ of the 2017 season. It's not like you haven't done nothing, Jared. Yeah, no, it's been a good career so far, and, like I said, I still have quite a bit of goals and things I want to accomplish in the sport and for myself, so I'm not done yet. God, I hope so, dude. We're awful happy for you, proud indeed uh, of what you've accomplished, and we can't wait to see what the future brings, and you're doing it. Jared, it's always good to have you on the show. Sponsor your role. Who do you want to thank? You know, I really just uh, I want to thank uh, the whole Indian motorcycle uh, team. Um, them guys have been so awesome to to be a part of and then uh rogers racing and sdi insulation are you know my two other real big ones hernley's uh indian uh, motorcycle out of elizabethtown pennsylvania motul oil parts unlimited sns cycles is a huge one bell helmets alpine star suit cycle gear um uh, uh, monster energy drink sure. uh, national cycle it's uh i know Kyriak and mustang seats rk chains Race tech suspension, neck and handlebars. Um, list goes on. At uh, I know I'm forgetting. NGK spark plugs. My wife Nicole, yep. my whole team. You know, my whole mechanics is 
they they deserve a lot of credit for for the success. Kenny Tolbert, Bubba Bentley, and uh, Jimmy Wood, and uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I know I'm forgetting some guys, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's happen. pretty impressive. You did a pretty good job. A right lot there. of them. Yeah. All right, Jared. I'm, next time uh, I see you, and I don't know when that's going to be, but I'm going to want a Monster Energy hat, and I'm going to want you to sign it. Will you do it? All right. Yeah, man. Just get that check. <laughs> I would. What do you say? Get the check in the mail. Okay, get the checkbook ready. I'll do it. All right. It'd be worth it. I don't mark out like this normally. I don't. No. But I'm a huge be, Jared. Yep. Fan. He, he's All right. killing it. All right. Quick timeout. This portion of our show, Jared. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. This portion of our show brought to you by Fly Racing. That light hydrogen racewear. We're talking about the leathers. Well. You guys uh, riding the big bikes on the road, uh, you might want to check out that new race gear or original gear line. It's called Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Line. It's a revolutionary waist adjustment system that offers fast, on-the-fly micro-adjustability with a truly, and here's the keyword, dialed-in fit. A simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience. Visit flyracing.com for more details. Kevin Schwantz here, 1993 500cc world champion. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes the newest addition is the v-line do-all vrm 340 a heavy-duty off-road tire that is dot approved most of the tires are available in the new slow rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments it's v rubber and the tacky tires the choice of sherco off-road racers say when using a tacky it's almost like cheating it's v rubber With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with track addicts track days it's a fact the best you've ridden is the best you know until you've ridden race tech suspension you haven't experienced the best suspension possible race tech is the science of suspension for atv and utvs motocross freestyle and stunning off-road supermoto road race sport bikes cruisers touring and vintage bikes as well as adventure riding with gold valve kits to upgrade your stock forks and shocks and our g3s custom series shocks you too can have the Racetech suspension advantage, and it's all made in the USA. For more information about Racetech products and applications, visit our website at Racetech.com. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.
This is 1460 KXNO. Passionate about riding motorcycles off-road and on? Well, visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa and see the full line of 2017 Yamaha Dual Sports. From the simple-to-ride electric start TW200 to the nimble, lightweight XT250 to the racing-to-ride performance of the WR250R, Yamaha has your ride. Visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa today. Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Hickam Power Sports in Grimes. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Don't drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the DeLeon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The DeLeons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans. He'll make your dreams a reality. Call the DeLeons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack DeLeon Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. Hello again, everybody. It's Scott Casper, voice of the Iowa Barnstormers. No doubt you've heard of the untimely passing of our broadcasting brother, Larry Kotler. Well, our community was stunned by the news, and we at iHeart and the Iowa Barnstormers want to do what we can to help Larry's family. At this Saturday night's United Bowl at Wells Fargo Arena, we'll be selling the final batch of the Copman's book, The Biggest Rolodex in Sports. Look for a table on the concourse above Section 124. Get yours. All proceeds will go to Larry's family. Help us help them Saturday night. I'll look forward to seeing each and every one of you there. Hi, this is Ed Morrow, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. I don't know what this is, Jack, but I'm liking it. Yeah. Welcome back to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. After uh, torrential downpours and terrible rain, flash flooding, uh, as much as uh, 11 to 14 inches of rain in some areas in a very short period of time. Uh, the farms, the cities, the streets, and uh, the plains are all drying out. And, uh, boy, do we need the water, but we could have, I think we would have liked to have had it over a period of time, a longer period of time. Anyway, so welcome back to the show. Um, and so what are, like like Tony with his track down a winter set, an amazing amount of water. It doesn't help. It doesn't help anybody anywhere. And, and those storms and, and the storms we even had during the week, uh, Tony lost a, a tent. Completely. Fireworks yeah. just just tore it to shreds uh i was in contact with rachel because she's in winterset helping tony uh during those storms uh because they had possible tornado type uh activity so yeah i mean the the amount of storms and the rain that we've had this year just amazing it's been crazy so Kenny Kulbeth joins us. Kenny, think back on all your trials, all your tribulations, all your races and travel. When were you the most scared with weather, with uh, you, you, you know, for on a personal level, and that for your team and your family? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I recall one time I was in Daytona and uh, a bad storm came. You know, a couple of days prior to the national, I was staying at my parents, and you know, uh, actually a mini tornado came through and. Uh, you know, it was pretty sketchy. So, uh, yeah, there's some bad weather everywhere. We've we've ha- been having some crazy weather here. You know, haven't been riding that much due to rain. Right. So, uh, it's been pretty rainy here. And hometown for you is where? It's Center Hill, Florida. Center, okay. And listen, I like Florida a lot in the winter, but even then I sweat. 
Okay. <laughs> I was working at the Jackie Gleason Performing Arts Center down, down in Miami. And the drive from Royal Palm uh, to, uh, to Miami, I was soaked in a car with air conditioning. Okay. That's, it's, I don't understand that, but people like it. And uh, obviously there's some uh, great race teams in and around Florida. And Kenny Colbeth joins us. Kenny, you were quoted as saying last year was pretty much a waste of time in referencing your 2017 American Flat Trek season with the factory Harley-Davidson squad. Um, what's changed? Uh, you know, uh, a bike that was developed proper, you know, uh, that that's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, Indian motorcycles uh, did everything right. You know, they took a year with uh, good people behind developing it and, uh, you know, look at what, look at what happened. It's, uh, it's a, the bike to be, and uh, it's pretty crazy to see how many are out there in the field. It's uh, it's amazing. It's not good for the sport, but right. hey, you can't beat them, join them. Well, but at the same time, you didn't give up, okay? Uh, it didn't work, obviously, uh, but let's put the past behind us because that which, uh, you know, it seems to be kicking you only makes you stronger, right? And you're one of those cats that absolutely excels under pressure. It's, I've seen it time and time again going around a track. You've got two, three guys pressing you, and you win always. Huh. But that's the Kenny Coolbeth, the legend that is Kenny Coolbeth, right? Well, I'm a racer, so, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just in my blood. So uh, what, uh, when I don't do good, it just uh, I learn from it and, uh, you know, apply it the next weekend. So uh, it's uh, it, it, it's uh, – Racing's tough, you know. It's uh, mentally tough, really. You know, if uh, if stuff is going bad, it's hard to keep uh, keep mentally focused. But uh, you know, I've uh, I've always told myself, you know, just keep on keep on chipping away and uh, make the best of what you have. And you know, uh, in the end, uh, just just realize you've done the best you could. All right, so you're a talented racer. We get that. Um... Guys like David Atherton are worth their weight in gold as tuners. Talk to me about having, uh, you know, guys like Atherton around you and, and those guys in the pits that really understand the sound, the feel, uh, and the small, tiny little adjustments that can make, uh, you know, horsepower difference and handling difference. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, there's not many of those guys around right now. You know, obviously Kenny Tolbert, uh, Dave Atherton, and, and there's a few others, uh, out there but man it, it is uh it is huge to have those guys, kind of guys in your corner that uh have been involved in dirt track uh for so long so uh yeah dave and i get along great and uh you know we work we worked with each other in the past with with dave zanotti when we, he had his team and he had us on it uh so uh and this year you know it just uh all fell into place for us and uh you know it's uh we've had a up and down year but uh started off good i'm uh i just want to be competitive this year right. and uh go out uh, knowing that i can still win so i, I want to I, I guess i want to continue that you know with guys like Atherton and family family atmosphere um you're much more comfortable uh at least i would be uh in the pits knowing that you're coming back to the pits to that kind of an atmosphere has got to be a a real breath of fresh air for you yeah i'm more of a low-key guy you know just uh one mechanic and maybe a helper um you know when we were with the with the vent Hines factory guys there was so much going on and uh so many people around so uh it's just uh it just works better for us you know we dave no 
know it's his job. I know what I need to do, and uh, you know we all have the same goals, so it's uh, it's good. Is this your last year? Yes, sir. It is my last year. It's, uh, we've just I decided uh, over the winter that uh, this would be my last year, and uh, want to go out, uh, you know, knowing that I can still you know run up front and and uh, be in contention for wins. Will you accept the offer that has been extended to you by Pit Pass Radio to be a sometimes correspondent uh, talking about races you've watched or been to oh, or yeah. bit in the pits? Have sure. you accepted that offer from Ed Coolenkamp? <laughs> sure, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Let's go. To, did, did you even know about the offer? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, you but didn't. Hey, you didn't. See, that's the kind of behind-the-scenes hey, stuff you know, that we work on while you're right. out there selling motorhomes. Right, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so so kenny uh are you gonna officially hang up the leathers i mean you're gonna hit some stuff here and there i mean what's kind of going to be the plan going forward after the season well you know i definitely will uh do my uh you know couple week motos here and there but uh uh as far as national stuff definitely probably not you know unless uh i don't know Definitely not national stuff, but like local stuff and uh, down here during the winter and and stuff like that. Hopefully, be around some nationals here and there just to watch and uh, maybe maybe something will come up to uh, be a part of uh, the American Flat Track. So uh, just uh, just keeping all my doors open and uh, you know just uh, have a lot of things going on uh, at home. You know, just uh, just for. To, to take up the space that uh, that the the racing is is going to be left, so it's uh, it's going to be a change in my life. So it's the, uh, it's time though. Does it I, seem it, like twenty five? It's pretty crazy, you know. Uh, I look back and it's like uh, it happened pretty quick, right? So, and uh, a lot of good things, a lot of bad things, but uh, you know, wouldn't change anything. Hmm. You know, would you change anything in your career up to this point? Uh, well, I mean, mine. A little different i mean my career was in the military i mean sure. so a little bit uh you know i retired after 20 years but um and you're only 30 yeah i wish <laughs> i just turned 43 <laughs> you look good yeah thank you um I, you know that's hard to say for, yeah for and for kenny racing i mean there's I mean, you can only do with what you can do. I mean, you only need so many trophies. Well, the cash you got to be racing I, you for know, cash, aren't you? Aren't you, Kenny? What's that? Are you racing for cash, or are you racing for the honor and I'm, the money? I'm racing to have fun. You know, there it is. And, and all the other stuff will come. You know, I've I've always told myself that uh, you know you can't go into like okay, I need to make make this money this weekend. So uh, I always I always go into it. I want to have fun and. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad yeah, no the, the money makes it better but yeah i mean and i can remember towards the end of my career it was more about the experience being around my guys being around my friends right um the competition yeah you know things like that and just having fun and and trying to make the most of it knowing that pretty soon it's all going to be over Right, and, and it goes by like Kenny said, blink of an eye. Yeah, right? okay. quick. So let's let's move to the next topic. Let's talk about equipment. What are you are you on an Indian Scout this year? Yeah, we're on the FTR uh, 750 Indian. Yeah, the Scout. 
It's uh, what are your thoughts? It's amazing. It's uh, it's it's hard to explain how it is. You know, a lot of people what's it compared to? How is it compared to the XR750? Um, you know, it, it it's an XR on steroids, I guess. That's a good way to put it. You know, so although electronics and over rev, there's way more over rev. So it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool bike. It, um, it looks mean. Yeah, and it's uh, and we're still we're still learning too. What our team is so it's uh, some things that kind of kind of kick stuff in the butt here and there, but uh, it is what it is, and uh, you know just uh, looking forward to uh, some good racetracks to go to. The last last I don't know three races, you know the the tracks for me weren't uh, weren't that great, so. Uh, Going to New York this weekend—that uh, is a clay track that suits, suits my style. So hopefully, hopefully we can be running up front. That's my goal. I just—I'm uh, getting sick of that number one being up front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're gonna—you can really do about that guy right now. He seems like he's—he's he's got it dialed. But Kenny, what tracks are you looking forward to the most? You know, is it Peoria? Are we? You know, is it uh, is it Springfield? What are we, Buffalo yeah. Chip? What what are we looking at? <laughs> I, I would say you know uh, this this coming up weekend I'm really looking forward to you know it's it's close to where I grew up kind of where I grew up and uh, kind of raced around during uh, my younger years so uh, this weekend um, you know Rapid City the um, the half mile there that's always a good one for me. Uh, just all the all the clay uh, half miles and uh, definitely Springfield. You know, uh, sure. I really feel uh, we could uh, we could win Springfield. So uh, just uh, really just going into it, just uh, just to have fun and you know what happens happens. How old is your son? I just turned three yesterday. I was gonna say, does he get to go to all of them or most of them? Most of them, you know, it's 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 tough when uh, you gotta buy the little man a ticket and the wife and and yourself. You know, it all adds up. So it's uh, wait a minute. You know what? You put him in a piece of luggage, <laughs> uh, stuff it underneath the couch in the in the. In I think the... they front on that nowadays. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. What My... the people at the track? Yeah, or the people probably. In, in government. Okay. Well, yeah. probably both. Now Jared has a kid too, right? It's yeah. like under. It's not even a year old. Yeah, I think she's almost a year. Right. I think that's pretty cool. You guys are sharing one and two. Uh, you're the seasoned papa. He's the new papa. I think yep. that's pretty cool, dude. Listen, we got a lot of faith in you. You've got 25 years to, to prove it out, but uh, you also have you know, pretty cool sponsors that have been with you for a while and uh, help you go racing. Aside from Indian, who do you want to say a uh, you know, big shout-out to? Yeah, definitely uh, Nyla Racing, John Weiss, Nyla Weiss, just uh, for putting this whole team together uh, You know, this past winter. Um, you know, Dave Atherton and his family for, uh, for putting a lot of work into it every week. He's amazing. Um, you know, uh, Bell Helmet, TCX, the, the Benson Leathers, there's so many people that, uh, I can thank and, uh, you know, Columbia Avionics that, uh, bought a bike for us and, uh, we have a third Indian for just a backup. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, puzzles that came together over the winter and, you know, it all takes uh, good people, and just want to want to thank all those guys. I think you proved out you're pretty good at puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> do you do the Sunday Soko or, or Sudoku no, or whatever the hell that is in the paper? 
I think that's the only thing that's any good in most papers anymore is the puzzles and the uh, and the horoscopes. Um, are you are you are you a uh, superstitious guy? Uh, not really. No. Most no. baseball players are. I didn't know if 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 it runs in the pits or not. Who's the yeah, most superstitious no, racer on the track? Um, what's that? Who's the most superstitious racer on flat track? Oh man, I, you know I, I kind of keep to myself. So uh, <laughs> not he didn't want to say. I don't know. That's all right, man. Hey, it's always good to talk to you, Kenny. And uh, you know what? We've, we've teased you about the name Kubeth, right? Yeah. But there is, uh, there's a cat that I've told uh, about you, and he's the head writer for The Simpsons. I said, can't we have a character with the name of, you got Kenny, but can't we have a character named Kubeth? There you go. And he's on my show next weekend. His name's Mike Reese. Thanks. And he's the oldest of the uh, writers of the, uh, uh, historically. Uh, he's got a new book out called Springfield Confidential. And uh, we're going to be talking to him about that, but I'm going to encourage him to name a character Coolbeth. There you go. Yeah. That's kind of a salute to you and your career. I think that'd be cool. 25 years over in the blink of an eye. How many races do we have left? Uh, I think we're just halfway. So uh, Six, probably like nine, seven, nine races. Yeah, we're at nine. Okay. Yeah, because it's an 18-race series. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Well, we'll have you on again soon. I'm sure of that. Um and I'm, I'm sure hoping there's a victory uh, lap around the country for you as well, Kenny, because God knows you've uh, you've earned that and you deserve it. Well, look forward to it. Yeah, that's what I'm shooting for. Best of the fam, okay? All right. Have a good one, guys. God bless you. Hey, folks, if you've suffered uh, any kind of flooding, things like that, talk to your insurance agents like Combined Insurance, uh, Rodney Flickinger, our agent. Uh, they'll take care of you because that's their job. They don't just sell you insurance because that's their job. No. It's the service after the sale. When you need them, they're going to be there. Part of the Chubb Group. Combined insurance. Stay tuned. More after this. Hey, it's Chad Reed with 2-2 Motorsports. Hope you're all doing well. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA Closure System race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 Pro Fit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next Racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves. At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high-quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. The Yamaha YZF-R3 Sport Bike at Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes is the most exciting and affordable way ever to join the exclusive world of Yamaha R-Series Superbike Performance. It features a potent fuel-injected 321cc liquid-cooled parallel twin-engine for great acceleration, a slim, lightweight chassis for sporty, agile handling, a low seat height to get both your feet firmly on the ground for added confidence, plus legendary Yamaha Superbike styling guaranteed to turn heads, all at a super value. 
No wonder Cycle World calls it a bargain, and Revzilla hails it the new king of the hill when it comes to entry-level lightweight sport bikes. Visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes today to see the incredible Yamaha R3. And for more information, visit YamahaMotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Passionate about motorcycles? Ever heard of the saying that you should make a career out of what you love to do? MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com is a state-of-the-art online job board built exclusively for the power sports industry. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com connects job candidates who are passionate about the motorcycle industry with companies and dealerships that may be looking for you. Upload resumes, receive new job notifications, or just surf the site for your dream job. Turn your passion into a career at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Time out. Drink Swell Vodka, proudly and carefully distilled and filtered in Iowa. Find Swell Vodka in fine stores, restaurants, and bars near you. Like Swell on Facebook. Hi, it's Scott Casper inviting you to join the Iowa Barnstormers and the iHeart family in honoring Larry Kotler at the United Bowl this Saturday, July 7th. Tickets to the game will be available for just 15 bucks. $5 of every ticket will benefit the Kotler family. The Cotman's book, Biggest Role at Exxon Sports, will also be available for purchase at the game, giving fans a unique opportunity to read through Larry's legacy. Just call the Iowa Barnstormers front office at 515-633-2255 and mention iHeartRadio, 1460 KXNO, The Sports Fanatics, WHO, or any of your favorite shows or stations. That's how you'll redeem the offer. And we'll see you Saturday night as we salute the Cotman. Hi, this is Matt Smith, post-op motorcycle racer, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. At 12 minutes to the top of the hour, you're listening to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, Avila and Casper. How about that? You like the sound of that? I think it sounds AC. hot. AC. AC. All right, this portion of our program brought to you by our good fl- uh, good friends, our good friends at Wiseco. <laughs> Look for Wiseco performance products around the country. Uh, some of the f- uh, products that they make and uh, sell, forged pistons, uh, forged clutch baskets, clutch hubs, crankshafts, forged connecting rods, valves, and a lot more for just about anything. Motorcycles, ATVs, snowmobiles, PWCs, outboard marine, automobiles, trucks, etc. It's one name, one solution, wiseco.com. Now, we talk a little bit about Hicklin uh, Power Sports. Uh, Hicklin Power Sports has a full line of, of, of products that can pretty much satisfy each and every one of you, no matter what you want to do. You want to go jet skiing? Fine. We'll hook you up with Sea-Doo. You want to ride a fast bike, a street bike? Yamaha, they'll hook you up with that. God, that's where I got my star. And, uh, and the boy, I'll tell you what, that bike, somebody said, when are you going to get a new bike? I said, what do I need a new bike for? This still looks new, and it has like 1,500 miles on it. You know, I live five blocks from the office. Yeah, I mean. What? I just, I don't see my, I'm not a road trip guy. It's okay. I ride it because you know what? It brings me happiness. Well, Des Moines is big enough. You can ride that thing around and still get great enjoyment From my enjoyment house to the it. airport is 10 minutes. Yeah. To my house to Wells yeah. Fargo Arena is six minutes. Sure. Okay. And how do I know that? Because Facebook tells me. <laughs> it knows where I'm going. It, is, it has it Tells up, you the time. It's, it's picked up all of, what do you call those, the matrix, uh, metrics. That, metrics. Yeah. yeah. And they figured out what you're doing, where you're going, yeah. and why. Yep. All right. Uh, Pit Pass is also brought to you in part by our friends at uh, Hicklin Power Sports. So I want you to check them out online because that's where you're going to see a great collection of used product, but also the new stuff, new for 2018. HicklinPowerSports.com. They have an incredible staff. They also have outstanding financing in-house 
Bart Hicklin has hooked up with some of the best financing organizations. You think you can't get signed? You think you can't get approved? You can at Hicklin Power Sports. It's easy, easy enough to do. And if you need a haircut, stop in and get one. I haven't done this yet. I'm I, that, that it's kind of foreign to me. Bart says, "Come on out, we'll get your haircut." Hey, Tony brags about it all the time. He looks good. He loves it. He goes, "I just go there now just to get my haircut." Really? Yep. Did Did they give you a nice cold beer? You sit I, down and get a nice what? cold beer. I have not. I have yet to visit them for a haircut, but I plan to. Um, is that part of the equation though is there a nice cold beer because when i go get my haircut at paramount on des moines east side east village by the way on fifth uh paramount barbering company uh thank you jordan peterson for hooking me up zach you're on vacation i'm gonna miss you um i know my barber thank you thank you very much jack um i will tell you this though to look sharp is to feel good yeah for sure take care of yourself yeah okay got to you see a good looking guy and you go what the hell what what's up with there did you not did you not listen to what your mom and dad said <laughs> and then i feel bad thinking well maybe you know dad wasn't around to teach him what a man does uh, i mean i'm lucky my dad's got curly hair yeah i lucked out i had straight hair i was gonna say because so, uh, you, you tell me your descent again you're from what country your families my 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 dad's uh mexican mexican Hispanic. and yeah. your mother She's white, but I'm doing an ancestry DNA test to try to figure out what else I have going on. Okay. So because I don't know what my mom is She's since she's adopted. so How difficult is the ancestry thing? you got to plug in a lot of information no, or no, something? No, no, no. The DNA kit, uh, Rachel actually got it for me for Father's Day. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it was nice. Uh, it's a DNA thing. You basically just spit in a tube. Yeah. You screw this cap on, it releases a stabilizing solution in it. You mail it off because they send you a, a postmark box. You mail it to them. It takes about six weeks. They email you a few times. Wait hey, you can from check your, your status. Spit. From your spit, they Correct. can tell you where you're from. They they can break down the DNA and, and see what... Do they uh, have to start with your name, age, and all that? Uh there's simple stuff that you can plug okay. in there, but yeah, I mean, not, I That's mean. That's an interesting test, putting a company to a test like that. Ancestry.com. Correct. Interesting. What does something like that cost? Thousands of dollars? No, I, and I, I can't even tell you because she, she bought it for as for me for, as a gift. So uh, I'm sure if you went out to Ancestry.com and took a look at their DNA kit, um, I think it's right around 100 bucks. maybe I want to say. You know, Jack doesn't even know uh, that us guys here at Pit Pass got him a Father's Day gift as well. Really? Okay. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Yes. I have no children. Well, that's not a question, Jack. That's a statement. Um, so let me tell you what we got you. We had a star named after you, and it's permanently named after you, and it's on uh, on record in the uh, the House uh, Library House of Congress. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I'm going to point it out to you one night as we leave the studio. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it's, it's nicknamed Star. The star is nicknamed Rain. Because I know how much you love bad weather. How cool is that? Ed, that's very cool. <laughs> um, I will let me give you a jackism over the last thirty-five years that he and oh I. Oh boy, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Uh, bud, uh, come here. Look at this. So what is it, Jack? He says severe, severe weather. I said, is it in Iowa? No, but it's in Missouri. And no, could, I've only said if come, it was in Iowa. It could come this way. And I said, it's so like should two, I be worried? It's like two or three hours away. Oh, easy. That's And it's not It's not even heading this way. It's going <laughs> west to east, right? Yeah. Or east to west, yeah. whatever. But uh, Jack is a master at that. He, yeah. he gets so upset with bad weather. And the first thing he wants to do is turn on the weather sounder on WHO, our sister station, mm -hmm. and make sure that everybody's aware that there's bad weather in the area to take cover. The only time I do that is when we have severe weather. 
which is fairly frequently lately. Well, lately, yeah, well, well yeah. Terrible. <laughs> and I <laughs> will tell you terrible. something. After after last Saturday night, getting caught up there in Ankeny with all that weather, right. it was like that gave me a whole new perspective on because things. Because you were in it. You're usually I was in here. It. Yeah, you're, usually I was here. You're taking calls from uh, callers who are out in it or experiencing high winds, uh, tornadic activity, uh, torrential downpours in this case that just took place here. Uh, and you're you're suffering with the emotions of these people. I did some call-ins during the floods of 93, if you recall. And, oh, yeah. And, and I was challenged by uh, the Clive Police Department here in central Iowa for overstating what I was looking at, I said the Walnut Creek is over its banks and it looks to be rising. Boom. Ten minutes later, I get this phone call from the Clive Police Department saying it's not rising. Dude, it <coughs> looks like it's yeah. rising. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is what I'm seeing. <coughs> I know. It, it, it made me almost throw up yeah. too, Jeff. <laughs> so th- that was uh, – I had uh, just joined the Guard at that point. So I got a, my first uh, first taste of that, uh, the flood of 93 and then in 08. Uh, obviously I was still in, um, at that time and we went all the way from here in Des Moines, all the way down to Keokuk and, and help with the, uh, the flooding that was occurring down, uh, basically where, where, highway who got hit the worst? Who got hit the worst? Jack, you would know this. I, I would think Cedar, I think. Well, in, in 2008, it was Cedar Rapids, Cedar Iowa Rapids, City. Right. Yeah. Right. They got hammered. The whole bad. downtown was wiped out. The first floors, even some of the second floors of downtown Cedar Rapids. Yeah. Along the riverbanks. But now they put up some of the flood barricades and walls. A lot of the barricades I've never seen down here in Des Moines were down. They, yeah, they they like put 63rd, 63rd down right away. Real, uh, listen, real folks, if it sounds like we're filling, we are. Is it fascinating weather t- uh, conversation? Absolutely. Oh, but we're yeah. missing Chris Fillmore. We are. And Jack, I know you talked to him and confirmed him. Yep. Uh, Ed yep. talked to him and confirmed him, but something has come up in Chris Fillmore's life, and we assume it's bad weather. So, Jack, well, there you go. Let's take our final commercial break of the it. hour. We'll take you up to the top of the hour. You're listening to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly and Weather Central. Stay tuned. <laughs> Scott Russell, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 ProFit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. Hi, my name is Ben Evans. I'm a professional motocross and supercross racer, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back. Uh, a true renegade, by the way, in this sport. Shana Texter uh, absolutely kicked it this weekend and uh, rose to the top of the box and did an outstanding job, so good on her. I'm hoping she'll be on the program next week to talk a little bit about her recent success. But it's not like she hasn't won before. You know what I'm saying? She understands what winning is, and she's still a girl, okay? She still knows how to be a girl. She's pretty in pink, but man, on a bike, she is double tough and mean. Well, I hope you didn't offend anybody out there by saying she's just a girl. But no, she is just a girl. She is just a girl, but she is fast. And on I'm that Husqvarna, no, and on that Husqvarna, and, and her family's fast. I mean, we we had a brother on Corey? just re- Corey just recently. Your dad was. Yeah, I mean, 
I at, look at her performance there, though. Realistically, you go back all the way to 2013. AMA Grand National took second place. Yep. Back in 2013, fifth place at the West Coast Series at Willow Springs, uh, Chowchilla, California, first place there. West Coast Series. Um, there's so much more to her than meets the eye, and uh, I'm thinking a lot of guys that are on the track racing against her are are uh, perhaps looking back or looking past Shayna. Would you agree? I would have to say that a lot of guys probably do. I mean. They're always going to look at the female racers as maybe not on the same level as them. But Too bad. That's ridiculous because... How about this? She gave Husky its very first victory yep. at UMA, right? Yeah. So that's that's a pretty big statement. Good for her and good for Husky. Tell there's, you what, we're out of time. Yeah. And there's a lot of great female <clears throat> races out there that deserve a little bit more yeah, we're going to keep deserve. giving them love. Tell you what, I want to thank all of our great guests on the program, each and every one of you. Happy Fourth of July week. Celebrate responsibly. Remember, fireworks are dangerous. Do them uh, with a uh, straight mind and uh, don't be drunk, okay? Save yourself, save your family some uh, severe pain. Cam Bouvier, uh, Kyle Cunningham, Ben Kelly, Jared Mees, and Kenny Coolbeth populated this program along with each and every one of you. For Jack and Leanne DeLeon, Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson, Roman Avila, I'm Scott Casper speaking. We'll talk to you next week for more Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited.
I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast.